Happy Monday after SummerSlam, everybody. Uh, Big Jim here with you. Three count Thursday. Um, I didn't. I didn't want to leave this go all the way out until um, when we're live on on Thursday night because um, there's a lot of stuff that's that's fresh in my mind um, after last night's SummerSlam pay per view uh, that I that. I thought, you know what, because by the time we get to Thursday, there's been Monday Night Raw. Did we watch Raw? Didn't we? We want to talk about NXT TakeOver because Ryan um, needs to admit that he was wrong about Pat McAfee. So, like, there's going to be just a lot to get to on Thursday night. So, we, I don't I don't want to leave all of all of SummerSlam. And by that point, it's it's four days. There's there's your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And um, sometimes some of the, the meat... Um, gets lost and forgotten and left off the bone and all of that um, by the time that we get to Thursday night and the podcast. So I just want to get a couple of things off of my mind. I, I, I reached out and I put it out on social media this morning um, to, to get some of the fans' thoughts on it, and uh, I'll, 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 I'll cover those um, as well. So it was kind of like four questions. Like, what did you think of SummerSlam? What was the match of the night? What was the moment of the night? And how would you grade the show? SummerSlam uh, 2020. So, of course, there was eight matches. One on the pre-show, uh, Apollo Crews successfully defending his uh, U.S. title um, over uh, MVP. Uh, I thought it was a fine match for a, a kickoff show. Um, nothing special, nothing spectacular. Um, I know Tim yesterday on our pre-show had predicted that uh, Cedric Alexander would cause Apollo to lose and thus join the Hurt Business. Excuse me, that did not happen. I was kind of waiting for it to happen once, like once Tim put it out there, but it didn't. It, it, show kicked off with Bailey versus Oscar uh, successfully defending her women's title. Obviously, later in the night, then we saw Oscar defeat Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's title. Uh, the SmackDown Women's title, 11.35. The Raw Women's title, 11.25. So both matches were given about the same. Um, I thought it was going to go the other way. I thought that um, Bailey was going to lose and Sasha was going to win. Um, but the kind of end result that we're kind of starting to see the cracks in the foundation of this and these two, uh, their their friendship, um, the, 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 all the gold, the best friends, all of the, we're starting to see that, that separate. We saw it after the Royal women's title match. Um, when, when Sasha's just glaring down Bailey and, uh, and I think we're going to see that continue to, uh, develop and devolve, uh, over the, over the next couple of weeks, obviously they have to defend the raw or their WWE women's tag team titles coming up this Sunday. So, uh, at WWE payback yet yeah, another pay-per-view this, this coming weekend. Um, but uh, I thought those matches were really good. Tag team match, shortest match of the night, seven minutes and 50 seconds. Street Profits defeating Andrade and Angel Garza. Um, again, we saw Andrade having to tend to Zelina Vega, uh, leaving Angel Garza on his own to, to lose the match. So I think that that faction is going to start to see some of its troubles um, continue as well. Uh, but a good tag team match. Nothing, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't the best tag team match of all time, but it was it was quick, it was concise, it got the job done, um, and it, and it was and it was well done. Uh, Mandy Rose defeating Sonya Deville, uh, lo- no, no DQ loser leaves WWE match. 
uh, Mandy, Mandy defeating Sonya, uh, as I predicted yesterday. This was, and, I, and I'll go over my grades later when I grade the show, but this was my lowest graded match of the night. Um, I thought I thought both women did a did a fine job, but it, it, it just it didn't seem totally all there. And obviously, given everything that's gone on, um, that is more than understandable. I, I, I'm not I'm not faulting Mandy Sonya or the match itself. It just from a from a strictly grading the match standpoint, um, that that's why. And, and I didn't give it a a low low grade. Just I'm not. It wasn't like an F or anything like that. But I'll get to the grade later. Um, but you know, we, we we got to the result that I thought was going to have. I thought Sonya was going to. Uh, lose and, and and a reaction that I saw from people last night was, oh, of course WWE is going to get rid of Sonya Deville right now. Um, no, that they're not getting rid of Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville is still with WWE. Um, like I get, like we're trying to play up like kayfabe versus reality, but I think people like actually think that Sonya Deville is getting fired. That's not the case. I I, I think this is the the, the best course of action right now uh it gives Sonya the opportunity to to deal with what is a horrific situation that we talked about yesterday a little bit and then what you know then kind of clear her head she'll be able to come back my my prediction for that and it may not she may not even be gone this long but my prediction is Sonya Deville returns Royal Rumble wins the Royal Rumble goes on to WrestleMania wins the title that, that to me that's that that, be, that would be incredible uh Seth Rollins defeating Dominic Mysterio in the uh, street fight, twenty two thirty five is the length on that one, longest match of the show. Um, I I loved I loved this match, and I'll talk about it more uh, in a little bit. Oscar, of course, like I said, defeating uh, Bailey, excuse me, uh, defeating Sasha Banks with the Raw Women's Title. Drew McIntyre defeating Randy Orton with the backslide, twenty minutes thirty five seconds. Uh, to retain the WWE Championship, I really thought they were going to go Orton. Um, but I'm fine with them not. And, and I know there's a lot of people going, Oh, that's a stupid finish. Why would they do a backslide? You know, but that match, there was so much storytelling, um, throughout it, throughout this feud, this feud has been so good. And like Randy Orton, um, you know, winning the greatest wrestling match. Now the greatest wrestler of all time. And Drew beats him with a, with a backslide, like, come on, you know? And, and the nice thing about it, um, is, and I said it on Twitter this morning, neither finisher had to been used, didn't have to be kicked out of. You didn't have 100 finishers to get to the end of this match. Um, and, and guess what? A guy got caught. It happens. It happens. It's ha- you know, it happens in matches all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, so I, I really like the way uh, that that was executed. Really good match. Uh, and then, of course, the closer, the Fiend, defeating Braun Strowman to win the Universal title. It was 12 minutes. Um and then, of course, the return of Roman Reigns. You know, the match itself, eh. The match, I, 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 was, I tweeted and said um, during the match, and I was talking to the, to the guys, three count, we have a group message, that if... If nothing big happens at the end of this match, there's no reason it should main event. 
obviously in the post match with Roman returning that the, that's a gr- incredible way to end SummerSlam. Uh, the match itself wasn't great. Um, I don't I don't like uh, I, I don't like that. The Fiend is a champion. I don't think he needs to be champion, but he also shouldn't have lost. So, um, you know, it, it's it, this match was a lose lose. It was booked. It was booked and set up to be a lose lose because there was no good way um, to get out of it. Either Braun wins. And the Fiend loses, or the Fiend gets a title. I guess the only way you could have you could have really done it is if like the Fiend would have been like knocked out or something. Uh, if they really would have went ba- backstage in the in the false count anywhere portion, uh, the Fiend gets buried under something or what have you, and then Otis cashes in. But um, yeah, and then of course Roman returns. So what did I think of SummerSlam? I absolutely loved it. I thought I thought it was a, a great show. Um, I, 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 you know, was it the best SummerSlam of all time? Uh, no, but, um, you know, I, I, I really liked it. And, and one thing that, that has been a recurring theme over the past couple of months is shorter pay-per-views. Like it was eight matches and nothing felt drawn out. Nothing felt too long. Um, even the, the Seth match at 22 minutes did not feel like a long match because of, uh, of the way you know, of the, of the way that they, uh, that they executed it. So, um, another thing, another aspect of the show that I really liked is the Thunderdome. I thought that the, I thought the Thunderdome experience from a TV viewer. Now, obviously I, I, I had said yesterday I had, I was in the Thunderdome for 205 live in the beginning of SmackDown on Friday. I did not get registered for, for last night or tonight. Um, on Monday Night Raw, but I thought as a viewer, the experience was better. So my guess is that they improved the network capability and there wasn't as much lag and stuff on the video so that you actually kind of got real-time reaction from the fans, which I think is great. I thought viewing it, it seemed much better. My only, you know, from, from watching NBA action to the WWE and the way that the two are doing it, the NBA, it's just kind of the 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 face the, the face is kind of cut out and it's put on a the, like the same background for everybody. Um, whereas the WWE, it's just whatever whatever the fan has. You know, for me, I have like the flags and stuff that you see on th- our Thursday night live shows um, behind me. So everybody's backdrop is a little bit different. I think maybe if the WWE did did something like the NBA, where you it's just the fan in the frame. Um, visually, it may be better, but I know they like to encourage like having, uh, you know, like belts and props and, you know, like I said, like the flags and things like that. I think they enjoy that. So uh, maybe the WWE did that on purpose. But I thought that the the, um, the presentation of the Thunderdome was, was infinitely better than it was um, – uh, for for Friday Night SmackDown and 205 Live. Uh, as for uh, the, the Pyro and Lasers, you're back in a big arena. You know, they brought out Pyro. They brought out Lasers. Pyro all over the building. Um, I loved it, you know. And, and I, I've often joked how, like, when WWE uses Pyro, it makes AEWs really look bad. Um, well, like, obviously, in the, in the Performance Center compared to Daly's Place, 
WWE hasn't been able to use Pyro. AEW has, so they've they've had that step up over the WWE. Well, WWE just took that step back uh, up over AEW. But uh, it was good to see Pyro and Lasers added a lot to the show. Um, I thought the match quality across the board from start to finish, all of them were good. I, th- there's not a, like I said, the, the Mandy Sonya match was my least favorite in terms of match quality. Um, but that one wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't even horrible. It was, it was just, it was just kind of average. It just, something seemed to be missing for me for that one. And, and I know other people thought differently, but, um, I thought everybody brought it. It felt like a big show. It felt like a big four. It felt like SummerSlam. Everybody delivered, um, last night. And, and, and finally for my, like my first question, your, my thought on the show itself, um, I thought it was really cool. I thought the storytelling through all of the matches, particularly the two women's title matches, um, obviously Mandy and Sonya, Seth and Dominic, and then um, Drew and Randy. I thought those the storytelling in the within the matches was was so well done. Was so well done. Um, you know, it 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 reminds you that the WWE can actually be really good. Like sometimes they miss. Sometimes they just kind of maybe seem like they're going through the motions. But but for uh for one night in in late August of 2020, for me everything kind of clicked on that front. Um and then clean finishes. You had clean finishes everywhere. You know, like for for right wronger and different. You know that there's points throughout the years where WWE will just have you know, a dusty finish here, a double DQ over there, a double count out here. And it's like across the board on one pay-per-view, we'll, like you'll have one clean finish. Last night, it was clean across the board. The only thing that was even mildly like screwy, and it wasn't even that screwy, was the fact that Bailey didn't help Sasha to win the Raw Women's title match, um, which is obviously going to lead kind of to their breakdown. But Otherwise, it was it was clean. It was all clean finishes. Like the WWE gave you eight matches of just straight booking, which I thought was was really, um, really good. Uh, for the match of the night, it's kind of a tie for me. I thought Bailey and Asuka, like that opening spot. You know, I know a lot of people don't necessarily like when their favorite star or a certain match gets the opening spot. But I've heard a lot of wrestlers on podcasts and different things say that if they're not going to main event the show, they'd like to open the show because they give an opportunity to set the bar for the night. And I thought Bailey and Asuka absolutely did that extremely well um, last night. And then Seth and Dominic Mysterio, um, that match thoroughly impressed me. This was a weekend of first-time matches and both of them delivered. I thought Dominic was really, really good. Uh, I really thought he was going to win, but the way that they, the way that they pulled it off, and the way that they booked the the match and the finish of the match, um, you know, with Ray handcuffed, reaching out to Dominic. Dominic's there. Say, Ray can't get him, and Seth is just waiting to strike with the stomp. Oh, it was, it was, man, it was so good. Like you know, and there was like there was that camera shot, like. The WWE does so many camera cuts sometimes that the, 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 it's kind of a lost art of getting the right shot. But that shot of, of, of Ray 
just trying to get to Dominic to help him, and he couldn't. Um, and then the stomp and the victory, uh, I, I thought was really, really well done. But absolutely, my hats off to Dominic Mysterio. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know what like the long term goal or, or or booking or what have you will be for Dominic. Like they said, he signed, so I assume that he, that he is actually uh, going to be an active roster member. I'm, I'm looking forward to it because I thought he did. Um, extremely well so those uh would be my matches of the night um and then for me moment of the night without question without question is the return of Roman Reigns um I thought to me it was surprising to me it lived up to the tagline of you won't see it coming I know Matt and I if you go if you go to the three count Twitter page you'll see Matt does not does not agree with my, with that assessment <clears throat> for me. Um and that's fine. Like th- that's that's wrestling. That's presentation. That's uh you know everybody everybody who watches it ha- gets to have that opinion. Um but I I have said it I think I even said it yesterday on the on the kickoff show that there I I heard a little buzz that people thought maybe this is the way you know this is the time for Roman to come back. I didn't think he was going to come back until the like the pandemic was over, like until fans were back in the building. Um, so him returning, uh, actually surprised the hell. Like I popped up, my jaw dropped. I couldn't. I actually could not believe that Roman Reigns returned. Um, and t- to steal the tagline, yeah, didn't see it coming. Um, and 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 you know, as as for what for whatever this means. For Roman, because everybody assumed because he picked up the title that he's going to be right back in the title picture, and he might be. He absolutely might be, but he doesn't necessarily have to be, or that's not necessarily what's going to happen right away. Because he also attacked Braun, because if we remember, Braun took his spot at WrestleMania. That Roman was supposed to have the match versus Goldberg, and and he elected to take time off to to be safe. To get away, you know, from wrestling and all of that because of of the pandemic and, and to keep his family safe. So, you know, maybe maybe Roman's first actual target will be Braun Strowman because he took Roman's spot at Mania for that title. Like, is Roman Reigns going to get back in the title picture? Absolutely. There's no question that he gets back in it. Um but it doesn't necessarily have to be right away. Like I'm going to reserve that, like that judgment and that fear and that concern until either Friday night on SmackDown or until WWE tells me otherwise throughout this week. Um, but the moment, the the moment itself to close SummerSlam with Roman coming back, um, uh, I'm here for it. And then the the tagline, like the, the the slogan on his shirt, "Wreck everybody and leave." I absolutely love it. That that is. You know, WWE makes a lot of bad shirts. This is a good one. It'll definitely end up in my collection um, here before it's too long. Before I get to to the grade on the show, I'll go to our social media and 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 the responses that I got um, from uh, from some of the listeners. I uh, I you know I posed those four questions um, leading into the podcast. Charlie, friend of the show, Charlie, he says he give the show an A, like a ninety six out of a hundred. Uh, he said few matches went a, f- a few minutes too long for his personal sa- his taste. He really enjoyed the Shield Roman coming back. Uh, Nick uh, said 
It was okay. Match of the night for him was Asuka versus Sasha. Moment was Roman return. He gives the he gives the show a C plus. Um, and then Ryan, not our Ryan, but another Ryan, uh, gives uh, says he's still trying to figure out if Roman is a heel or a face. But he said beyond that, overall, he thought it was a decent show. Really enjoyed the ending of Drew versus Orton. The fact that no finishers were successfully hit is an interesting plot point. So, Ryan, let me let me hit on that. Is Roman Reigns a heel or a face? Because everybody right away is like, oh, did you know Roman made a heel turn? I think even like Sports Illustrated or Bleacher Report said, you know, like a heel Roman Reigns, um, you know, returns and 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 makes an impact. I, I don't necessarily know if he is a heel um, because he attacked – first off, he attacked both Braun and Bray. So do you view Braun as a heel and Bray as a face? Do you view the the Fiend, the Fiend as a heel and Braun as a face? Do you, do you view both Braun and Bray as heels or do you view them both as faces? So depending how you view them is how you view Roman. But also it kind of goes back to, you know, shades of gray, good guy, and it's not good guys versus bad guys anymore. And, you know, I go back to that quote from Triple H in an interview one time where he said Roman Reigns is the biggest heel in the company when everybody everybody boos him regardless of how he's booked. Um so not to like take an easy cop out here, Ryan, but I, I don't think there is a straight answer on how on if Roman Reigns is a healer face. Um, for me, I think it's just Roman's a badass. Like wreck everybody and leave, to me isn't necessarily the slogan of a quote unquote baby face. Like to me, that's that's a little more on like the heel side of the world, but again, it, I think it's all perspective. It's all how you view and how you look at, um, how you look at all the characters, how you look at the programming, you know, in, in general. But for me, right now, based on what what Roman did last night, he is more heel than face. But I don't think I don't think it's clean. I don't think it's clear cut, um, and I'll reserve more of that judgment again until Friday night uh, on SmackDown. So I got, probably didn't clear up your answer or your, or your question, Ryan. But um, that that's my take on it. That more heel than face, but but I don't think it, it is not clear. Uh, and then finally, uh, our, our friend of the show, Marcus from the Final Wrestling Place, that that is Tim, one of our co-hosts. Him and uh, him and Marcus. Uh, have a podcast of their own. It's a great listen. You should go um, while you're listening to this podcast. You should go subscribe to the Final Wrestling Place. Um, but this is his reaction. She said, "As a whole, I thought SummerSlam was much more enjoyable and digestible than the marathon SummerSlams dating back to 2015. Uh, a leaner card allowed every match the opportunity to stand alone and stand out. Sasha Bailey stuff gonna hurt the show for him. Um, women's division too talented to." For Bailey, Sasha, and Asuka to eat up this much time, um, yeah, Marcus, I I hope that coming out of this that we start to see more, um, 
more variety in the in the competitors that that compete for the title um, on each show and the tag titles. You can have you know a Sasha Bailey storyline, but it doesn't have to be uh, all wrapped up um, in the uh, title picture. Uh, he says Bailey um, for him is almost a preach, approaching Triple H reign of terror level for his um, opinion. None of her matches stand out to him. Um, he said this was her best pay-per-view match during the run, but her best still isn't very good. Uh, I love for me, Marcus, I love this Bailey. Um, I, I like this Bailey so much more than, um, wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man, uh, happy go lucky Bailey. Um, but I, I can see how it rubs people the wrong way. Uh, he said the tag match is enjoyable. Really liked Owens at ringside teasing black for the next night on, it makes him want to watch raw. Sonya is a superstar. Absolutely. And that's why I said, I can't wait, um, until she returns. Um, and, and, and I hope. It is a rocket ship to the moon because she is she is absolutely uh, incredible. Um, he said the Rollins Mysterio match was really good. The structure allowed Dominic to get some lucha stuff in. The rest of storytelling slower pace. Yeah, I hundred uh, percent agree with that assessment there. He said Oscar Banks was fine. He's not big on Banks, um, but she's definitely improved during this era. Uh, McIntyre Orton was his match of the night. Storytelling within the match was phenomenal. Pacing was perfect, and the finish was fantastic. He said he can't wait to see more, whether it's next weekend, next month, or next year. Uh, yeah, the, you know the the way that they they finish this match, it doesn't have to be a rematch at Payback. Um, it could literally be at any time. This is kind of one of those open ended feuds. I feel like Randy Orton has like every open ended feud: Edge, Triple H, John Cena. Um, probably Bray Wyatt, probably Roman Reigns. Like there's, there's literally just, and maybe that just is a doubling down on how great Randy Orton is. Um, Fiend Strowman, he said was about getting to the end. Feud doesn't need the title. Um, you know, that the, they, they're among the strongest characters. WWE had presented and protected the last few years. They have plenty of backstory justify closing the show without the title involved. I, I agree, and that's why I think I was so nervous about this one. And finally, he says Roman is back at the moment, all the all time moment, definitely moment of the night. Can't wait for whatever is next for the big dog. He says I'm thinking we are going to see a Diesel '96 run uh, for him, but just happy he's back. He closes by saying his grade is an A minus. I feel like this is a group project in school. Roman and Orton Drew did all the heavy lifting. Without them, it's a C plus or a B minus effort. Uh, so thank you, Marcus, Nick, Ryan, and Charlie, um, for getting your thoughts um, and, and reaction to the show. Uh, finally, for my grade of the show. Now, I think it was back at Backlash that I kind of started doing a new grading system because of Matt, because of co-host of the show, Matt. Um, so I grade each match, and that gives me... Um, and, and segment, there wasn't really any other segments for this one. Um, and that gets me my grade of the show. I'm going to preface this by saying, like, if I'm going based on feel based on when the show closed last night, how do I feel about SummerSlam? How do I feel? I would go an A or an A plus like that show felt like a pay-per-view that show felt like a big four that show felt like a SummerSlam. that 
felt like a big show. So based off feel and surprise and all of that, A or an A+. But based on matches and the, and the grade, I gave the street fight an A. I gave the uh, Sonya Mandy a C+. Again, just it felt like something just was kind of kind of off. Um, but uh, I respect the hell out of both of them. I, I think this was a match that was out of Mandy's comfort zone, and, and both of them delivered. Uh, the U.S. title, I gave a B-. minus Tag team title match, we're all tag team titles, I gave a B+. Plus. The universal title match, I gave an A based on the post match because when I look at these when I look at matches I basically go like from the start of the highlight video to the end of the segment so until they like basically cut to backstage for the next interview they cut to the next highlight video whatever so for this one it's the start of the highlight video to when the show went off the air with Roman's return that one got that segment got an absolute A for me um, the match itself wasn't great, so that's why I didn't give this an A+. Um, but the, the, the Roman brought it up to an A. Uh, Bailey versus Asuka, A. Raw Women's Title Match, A. And uh, Drew versus Randy, I, I, I gave a... I actually gave a B plus uh, right after I watched it. Um, because I, I, I grade these immediately. And I, at that moment, I wasn't like super... I was I was a little surprised, maybe surprised by the the finish with the with the roll up. Um, I love it now. I I maybe bump this up to an A minus or an A um, if I'm regrading it, but I do these immediately. Um, so the total points when I add up all seven hundred eleven points divided by the eight matches gives an eighty eight point eight eight. So that is a B plus. I had pre graded the show at a B. So uh, WWE outdid itself. Like I said, if I if I'm rescoring, if I would rescore it this morning. I'd probably bump up the uh, WWE Championship match to an A minus or an A. That probably brings the show overall up to like a to 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 an A minus, but uh, it's a B plus. Um, SummerSlam, I think you know it, it did really well, and I think it's going to lead into Monday Night Raw tonight. Uh, I'm excited for Raw tonight, um, especially with the, with the Thunderdome, Keith Lee being announced for Raw tonight. Um, Man, you know what? What do they do with Drew and Orton? With you know, there, there's what matches are going to be set for Sunday at Payback? Um, you know, I think it's I think it's really exciting. So um, that that's kind of that's kind of my take on SummerSlam. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk some about about it on Thursday night. Based on this morning, there's probably going to be some arguments on Thursday night. So uh, if you like arguments and conflict, tune into Three Count Thursday live. 8 o'clock Thursday night on our Facebook page. Otherwise, visit 3CountThursday.com and our home network, NGSC Sports, at NGSCSports.com. Until then, stay safe, stay smart, and go for the pin.